Did you ever, uh, I don't know if you had this in England, but in America, we would have like, you know, Jerry Springer and all that. Yeah. But then they would do VHS tapes that you could order directly to your house. The Too Hot for TV. The Too Hot for TV. Yeah, yeah. Woo! (laughs) It wasn't really all all that. I never actually saw it, but in my head it was the best. No, all it meant was the, you know, the, uh, well, the swearing wasn't bleeped out. And, Uh uh, you know, if they put a middle finger up, it wouldn't be pixelated. But were there the titties? I don't remember. Because remember, you people would flash all the time on Springer because they wanted to yeah. get their jerry beads. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Or they'd get up on the stripper pole. Yeah, I don't, I don't really remember that. We had our own equivalents of that. What'd you have? We had, um, we had one called what's his face, Jeremy Kyle, mm-hmm. which is basically, I mean, the same premise as Jerry Springer. You know, you get a bunch of like poor and mentally ill people and make them fight each other on stage and then he tells them what's wrong with their life but the funny thing is um for all his advice and stuff like that it, he himself i think like, got divorced because he stole a bunch of his wife's money and spent it gambling and then he, he lost it all and then ran off with some stripper leaving his wife and kid alone damn he's still gone he still has the audacity to be on, a, on <laughs> daytime tv telling like some javi girl that you know she should probably dress a little bit nicer you know what though? At least Jerry Springer is a legitimate hero. Like he? he's a great dude. What does he do now? Is he? He's, is is the show, I think the show's still on. I don't know. I wouldn't think. Uh, I don't. He, he hosted uh, America's Got Talent for a while. I think. What the fuck? Really? I think he was the first host. Yeah. Who hasn't hosted America's Got Talent at this point? Uh, well, they got Terry Crews now, but then he got canceled. Like, is almost, he still on? Did they did he survive the cancellation? I think he survived. I think he what was what's known as walked it back. Yes, I think he got canceled, but then walked it back. Good for him. Yeah, I think he just about got away with it. Good. For I mean, him. the funniest thing is that like nothing he said was offensive <laughs> at all. I don't even remember what he said. He said basically that he thought it was good in a family structure to have like male and female role models. So basically, he was like, uh, okay. you know, suggesting traditional family values, but that, you not, know, that, in, a, that, not that, in a mean way at all. That motherfucker <laughs> should have gotten in touch with the Adams family values. <laughs> New trailer. Well, that, that'll teach you a thing or two. New did you watch trailer it? Drop. No, I did not. You didn't watch it? Well, I didn't watch it. Tell me about it. Yeah, I don't want. I don't want to like have you watch it when you know people are just listening to this. They can't see it, or anything. I'm sure they've right. all seen it. But uh, <laughs> it's a sensation that's it's sweeping the nation from what I've seen. State. People are sharing it all over. Are they excited about it? I imagine they the are. The world is stoked on the new Adams Family trailer. I mean, are they going? So what is it? Are they going for like the dark and gritty Adams Family? <laughs> not even slightly. Oh, it, okay. it's, it's animated for a start. It's an oh, animated, really? Yeah, it's, it's, but it looks like... Um, that's kind of cool. From the trailer anyway, it looks like the animation's really bad. Like it... It's, is it 2D or 3D? It's 3D, but it's it's like in a pre pre corpse bride world, you know. Like it, it looks like um, you know when the IMAX first came out and you go to the IMAX and they'd show you like these weird little shorts, yeah, to like yeah, pimp yeah. out good the IMAX looked. It was like one of those from like the early 2000s. That's kind of what it looks like. Okay, so it doesn't look very good for a start. But <laughs> secondly, it starts off. With um, a bunch of, you know, like kind of childlike drawings saying they have an actual narrator, an actual voice of a narrator, which has kind of gone from movie trailers now, you know, with someone going, this is blah, blah, blah. Yeah. So it had that. So it has this guy going, this is an average American family. Or I don't think he says American. I think he says, this is an average family. And it's like a drawing of a two parents, two kids. Uh-huh. This is also an average family. And then it's like two, it's like a black nuclear family. It's like, all right. Uh-huh. And then... This is also an average family, and it's like a gay couple and like two kids. And I'm like, all right, fuck yeah, all right. I just like the need then, to specify that the yeah. black ones are included as well. Yes, yeah, so and, like, and, uh, and but then it literally starts cycling through. And this is an average family. It's like two, you know, lesbians and one kid, and then and this is also, and then it's like you know, two two white gay dads, and then like a black Asian kid or something. Like it, but, it keeps going through and saying this is an average family, and I'm like, surely. You can say like this is an acceptable family or something like that. Or this is like a this is a family. This is an example of a family. But right. surely that defies the meaning of average, right? If you, if you're going, yeah. For, I mean, how many you know how many families do you know where the you know the patriarch is like a teenage transvestite? I mean, and average literally means the most common, right? 
right? It means like what, so, yeah, basically what's most common or what, yeah, most prevalent. I'm just confused as to how this... I mean, I can guess that the ending is right. that the Adams family are not so... Yeah, exactly. Not so Adams. And then he goes, but this is not normal. And then it's like, you know, a drawing of the Adams family with okay. Lurch and everything. And it's like, uh-huh. I mean, it honestly didn't look that different to some of the quote-unquote average families they showed. <laughs> <laughs> it was a... They, so they, but here's the thing, the, and then it goes into, you know, it, you lose the shitty uh, childlike animation, it goes into the, what they, I think, would hope is the impressive 3D animation that they've got to offer, and it's underwhelming, but the first gag, I think, is an It reference. Like, the first gag is Wednesday Adams turning up with like the a- movie It? The movie and yeah, I think the more recent movie as well. I don't know how much the red balloon features in the book. Morticia Adams is like, darling, did you see it in the theater today? <laughs> it may as did well not have, care for it. May as well be that, yeah, because it's it's Wednesday Adams just walking listlessly into the room holding a red balloon, uh-huh. and Morticia goes like, oh, where did you get that from, or what is that? And Wednesday goes, I don't know, and Morticia goes, well, usually there's a there's a murderous clown attached to the end of these. Fuck and yeah. it's like, that's what they led with. That's what they led with. Aside from the fact that it's like a fucking lame reference. It's not even a gag. Adam's it's not family even a cinephiles. <laughs> it's not even a joke, though. It's like, the, the joke is Wednesday's holding a balloon and she goes, ah, it's a bit like the one in It, basically. <laughs> you know what this reminds me of? Yeah. The Although I don't know, it. in the Adams Family universe, it, it maybe exists, but that there's no precedent for that i don't think yeah it doesn't seem like a very pop culture referential show or it's like the, the, yeah it's not like family com- guy or something right exactly so that's really weird yeah. so that's it's a, animated and the first gag they pull is remember well the first gag they pull is <laughs> the first gag they pull is listen hit. the adams family is not uh yeah, they're not normal yeah well no first they want to be like <laughs> listen this movie is on the right side of history mm-hmm you're not gonna. That's what annoyed me about so it. It feels so preemptive. It's, it feels like they're really leading with, you know, look, look what we're like, look what we. It feels like they're preempting yeah. a cancellation because them saying, right. them saying, like average American family, like, but also this, well, and also while we're at it, also all of these. But here's the thing: I don't think the Adams fa- the Adams family is ever likely to get canceled in the first place because for a story or a, you know a series of characters who are meant to be completely deviant and evil and. Uh, you know, basically, all, completely, like, outlaws almost. Yeah, they're, like, they're outsiders. fucking wimps. They're wimps. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So, like, but for, for all of that, Bluster, they don't ever do anything that bad. No, that's what I'm saying. I'm like, yeah, yeah their reputation really precedes them, because it's like, this is this... What do you say now? Whips? They're wimps. Wimps. They're, oh, yeah. I see what they're you They're wimps. Mean. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. They don't do shit. Yeah. It's, it's yeah. like, uh, you know... I mean, I guess that's what it's supposed to be. It's like a child's version of evil, right? Like, yeah. You know, because children don't quite know about actual evil yet. So they just know, like, like, oh, it's about being, like, naughty and, like... This family has candelabras. They got candelabras. <laughs> but the problem is... Sconces. But the problem is, I think, this Adam's family in particular, they know their audience is mostly going to be, like, uh, people in their 20s and early 30s who remember the first films and remember... You know, it it became a part of their upbringing, I guess. Yeah. So, um, with that in mind, you know, should they not up the ante a little bit with, you know, now that now that the fans have grown up, now they can maybe maybe they can handle seeing what true evil is like. (laughs) Well, I was like, if basically, you know, if if these people actually existed and they actually were. You know, this evil kind of deviant family, they wouldn't just be like piss assing about with like suits of armor or like blowing up, you know, bags of flour or whatever the fuck it is they do. <laughs> you know, like, flour, fuck yes. I, that's one image I remember from one of the movies, I yeah. guess. But no, what they would actually be, you know, <laughs> it would be a lot worse. You know, you'd have like, they, they would be into rape at the very least. Oh, uh, 100%. At the very least, they would be into full on rape. Uncle oh, Fester yeah. would definitely be like kidnapping children. I think. Oh my god! I mean, first of all, his name alone, Uncle uh, Fester. You have Uncle in there. That's bad news already, right? I mean, yeah. Oh, one hundred percent. They would be kidnapping children. Constance Bathory, 
style. At, Constance Baffrey. Did I say Constance? <laughs> That's her young Countess sister. Ba- <laughs> Constance, Constance Baffrey. Constance Baffrey is her friend. famous no, relative ca- of Elizabeth. Countess Baffrey. <laughs> Countess Baffrey, right. Re- uh, would be, yeah, yeah, they'd be kidnapping the townsfolk. And Morticia like, would be having a little immigrant child strung up above her bathtub and right. like bathing in her blood. But no, it's yeah. always just like, hmm, darling, I, I saw a bat today. <laughs> exactly. like, oh dear you know. <laughs> these these naughty adams family <laughs> oh they're wicked aren't they i don't then really... in this one you know i'm hoping that i mean it's by the guys it's, it's by the guys who made sausage pie if you can believe oh, that fuck that would be the great. direct it is by them it's, it's by the directors of sausage party and so you suspect that maybe they might you know throw in you know, Wednesday walking into Pudsley's room and he's just like violently like auto <laughs> erotic asphyxiating himself. Like, oh yeah, they would for sure be into auto erotic asphyxiation because sure, yeah. they're always like sleeping on beds and nails. Right. They're like hardcore. You know what they're, they're like? like? They're like hinting, They're like hinting at BDSM as well. I remember like all the time. Morticia yeah. and Gomez seem to have that kind of BDSM relationship, yeah. but it's the kind of BDSM relationship that. Like fucking people in their twenties talk about where they're like, yeah. huh, I actually uh I do enjoy getting a bit kinky and all it means is they've like, you know, had a they've been blindfolded with their shirt or something like that. Or right, like, yeah. Mild like slap on the wrist or whatever. It's like yeah. they're not actually into like full on BDSM. Same with the Adams family, you know. If it were real life, they would be into like coprophagia, like shit eating and Oh god. Be so, that's sure. a movie. If they're actually deviant, I mean, if you want to see actual deviants, you know, well, yeah, because that's kind of the, and they're rich shape. too, right? So they would for sure be like buying people, like their their whole. As far as I understand, I guess maybe I don't know the Adams family that well, but as far as I understand, they're creepy, they're kooky, yeah, they're mysterious. <laughs> <laughs> but they're mysterious and spooky. Yeah, you know, they're all together ooky, <laughs> yeah, which we know what that means. Ooky, yeah. Um, some of the old, that? yeah. That dude who got fired from your old school was probably referred to as Uki a few times before yeah, he was. Uki, while right? he was, yeah, photoshopping an eight-year-old girl's face onto a body is Uki. That's one hundred percent Uki. Like, which is what Uncle Fester would be doing. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> They're into necro and the pedo. <laughs> yeah. No. Yeah. He would be on Uncle. no limits fun. You know. He would be. <laughs> Uncle Fester hanging around the local school wearing a fucking like gimp suit. Well, yeah, and like they all like don't so they love the macabre. Hmm. You know what I mean? But do they wearing a gimp suit <laughs> just to the local school? <laughs> just with his little bald head sticking. He's out, not even doing know? anything. He's he's standing across the street like an hereditary. Right. But he's just yeah. wearing the gimp suit. <laughs> Shouting, I will fuck you, children. <laughs> But like here's yeah, I mean yeah, but they they really don't ever seem to actually do anything, do they? I don't think they even murder. I th- I think it's like no, uh, it's no, like they like they like somewhat implied that maybe they kept someone. <laughs> I don't know. I, I well, and the other thing I never got about the Adams family is like, are they? They're basically human, right? Like yeah, but like they have like Lurch, who's a fucking Frankenstein guy, right? right. And then they have a, a hand that goes around, and they have a cousin It, hair. who's just all hair. Yeah, they got the granny who's fucking making posts, who's a witch. They have the witch granny in the fucking in the basement living I down there. All about her. Oh yeah, yeah. I used to actually love she, the Adams family. She'd be making anthrax in the, in I the used, new version. Yeah. <laughs> I used to love the Adams Family. I used to watch the 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 black and white the sitcom, which is basically the. I mean, it started as, if I remember correctly, it started as comics, right? Little like one panels, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and uh, and then that were in like I think they were in like the New Yorker, uh-huh. uh huh. And then that those got adapted into the black and white TV show, and, yeah. And you but see- most people, I think, know I'm probably from the fucking. The movies, yeah, and you know, and we that, that's what I think th- this movie is aimed at. Yeah, I, I think it's far more aimed towards those yeah. people than anyone who remembers the original TV show or comics or yeah. whatever. But I mean, that's a, I, I don't really have a problem with it. I mean, you know why that stuff, you know, has to appeal to kids, and so, so you can't really have them being super evil. But what kind of bothers me is people in there who are adults, yeah, who kind of think it's so cool. They're like, oh, look how. You know, I'm like them. Yeah, there were all these memes that I keep seeing. Long before this was announced, there were memes I kept seeing of being like, oh, yeah, you know, Morticia is my spirit animal. And it's like, it's, they all she's like basically win- just vampires. They all, they all like, she? They oh, all oh, like Vera, Wednesday. 
Yeah, they're like that's Wednesday who they all like. Well, Everyone yeah. is wearing the Wednesday Adams collars on their shirts now. I've noticed that. Holy shit! Yeah. If I see another one of these fucking Wednesday Adams collars, I'm gonna lose it. It's crazy. Yeah. Go to Midsummer Scream, <laughs> the horror and haunt convention. Don't go there. <laughs> but if you do, count the fucking like. If you do a drinking game. Or you took a shot every time you saw a fucking Wednesday Adams caller, you would be straight dead before you even got in the fucking door. Right. Like it's it's literally every sixth woman is wearing those. Yeah. It's, it's crazy. But yeah, I mean the um the Adams family, I really never understood the I mean, I guess the appeal is just pure purely aesthetic, right? Because they don't they don't fucking do anything. They don't really do anything, no. They don't, <laughs> I would I would like to I would like to see a um yeah, I would like to see a version that is made with that in mind. Like, I think you could do something interesting with that. Like uh, Twenty One Jump Street took like a kind of cheesy TV show and yeah. kind of took it for what it was, being like, "Oh, actually, wait, the idea of like cops going undercover in a fucking school is ridiculous." Yeah. So they took something sincere and kind of poked fun. I would like to see someone do that with the Adams family. You know, like you know, the opening scene is just like, Gomez walking into un- Uncle Fester's attic. <laughs> oh, what's that website you're on? And <laughs> no Limits Fun comes up. You know, <laughs> Peter Scully is their, is their dinner guest. <laughs> yeah, right, right. Lurch just has to be restrained because he keeps trying to fuck Wednesday. Did anyone ever... Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> Fucking Pudsley's using Thing, the little hand. Is a, yeah, yeah, using yeah. It to jerk oh, yeah, because, and- I mean, that's their essentially what they're sold as right is they're all fucked up yeah you know what but I mean? you see no hints of that even really. i do remember there was a tv series a live action tv series that was on like uh fox family or abc family or one of those right and it was uh i think it was called the new adams family uh-huh. and uh it was, you know, more more aimed at kids than the original sitcom was. Although, you know, it was made in like the sixties, so everything was perfect. Everything is family pretty, friendly. Yeah, pretty queen. Um, but the new one, I do remember there was one sequence in it that I found very shocking because it's the only thing I remember. Which is like, you know, they're doing all their normal shit. They're like throwing knives at the wall or whatever. You know what I mean? Like it's because that's their whole thing. It's like they're sport and leisure, rich people, but they're you know a bit wrong. And then Gomez like bombs a government building. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> just fucking Gomez is, an, is an insurgent. Yeah, he just snaps one day and he's he's like, not insurgent. He's doing it for pure devilment. He's just it's because yeah. that's their whole thing. That's yeah, their they, idea they, of fun. They have yeah. no morals and no yeah. no values and no ethics. Yeah, but so they, they pain. the I remember there was one sequence where the uh, like a, a telemarketer person sort of comes up to the uh, comes up to the door, not a telemarketer, I guess, a door to door salesman comes up to the door, right. and their floor mat like eats her alive, <laughs> like because it's like a monster, I guess it's right. a monster floor mat, and it just sinks down, and then by the time Gomez gets to the door, she's the gag is she's gone, and he's like, "Oh, who knocked?" You Oops. Know? Yeah, yeah, but yeah, so someone That's died. Like. It's just like, Ooh. someone died in that. Well, I guess the whole thing with the Adams, and we're really going deep on the Adams family here. Yeah, we're on about like, minute yeah. forty-five of Adams family. Look, this should be the. That's our niche. The fucking the Adams family dissection. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, that's a good niche for a podcast. Yeah, <laughs> that is every fucking podcast now. It's just like we're gonna deep dive. Yeah, on- let's really get into the nitty gritty of fucking. Like, we're gonna rewatch pogs. every single episode of Frasier or some yeah, shit. Yeah. That's probably been done. To be already. fair, though, like that that makes you more. Like, I, I don't like you know everyone calls themselves a nerd now. That's kind of like the cool thing. Yeah, to hell do. yeah. And what what i don't quite get is that all the stuff that quote unquote nerds are into is always like pretty mainstream stuff now like comic book movies are very mainstream and like game of thrones is you know that's the thing it's like all, all these quote unquote nerds are saying like oh, i'm really into game of thrones like i'm a nerd i can't help it and then they look at it, like, i hate game of thrones so i don't watch it but they're like oh well you're just not a nerd like i am and it's like fucking you don't know what nerd means man like you know you'd be more of a nerd if you were like really really into days of our lives or like fucking <laughs> at the moment now because it's, yeah. it's not cool to like it, nerd kind of implies that you're into something kind of almost obsessively which isn't 
accepted which by isn't the mainstream. The mainstream. Yeah. yeah. Whereas this fucking shit is all accepted by the mainstream. The Adams Family. I don't know if anyone would call themselves a nerd if they were into the Adams Family, but <laughs> how fucking great! I'm a big Adams Family nerd. No, but <laughs> everyone's like... everyone kind of like reveres it anyway, you know. But I'm hoping that's why I'm kind of hoping that this this trailer didn't look very promising. But it seems to be trying to suck those people in, like these kind of oh yeah, there's there's a market millennial nerd type people, right? Yeah. And uh, I hope it wrong foots them. I hope this trailer was trying to suck him in. You know, it's got the like the nice inclusive beginning, and it's got like all these very tame yeah. jokes that reference it and shit like that. Yeah. But I hope the actual thing—it's a fucking horror. I show. hope it's more like what we said. I hope it gets canceled. It's what? No, fuck getting canceled. Nah, it's gonna man. be beyond getting canceled. Yeah, it's but I hope like, it, like, it's gonna be like one of the. It's gonna be top ten most disturbing films of all time. <laughs> I hope ju- like even just from the off. No, because you know that would never get past the studio or whatever. But I hope they yeah. just throw stuff in there that they know is going to cause trouble like you know cousin it now has dreadlocks and it's the fucking cultural appropriation <laughs> or whatever you know Go- gomez is like that's another thing gomez is kind of like porky in this this um he's, he's always been that way but the in the movie version he was played by that guy i forget his name he's dead now john um, Turturro. <laughs> not John Turturro. That'd be great. <laughs> that would be much better they're christopher lloyd and as uncle fester right in the original movie maybe if yeah. he was he was heavily made up well yeah i think it was him there's a at midsummer scream uh which is like midsummer scream might as well hold the premiere of this new adams family movie yeah. that's like the perfect market overlap right there yeah but there's always a guy there who's dressed up as uh uncle fester yeah, it's uncle fester or beetlejuice Oh, no, I'm talking about one specific guy. He's there oh, every right, year dressed right. as Uncle Fester. <laughs> but Beetlejuice is another one which everyone's kind That's of... That's a classic. They love yeah. that one because, again, it's kind of like, oh, it's like super dark and... Well, no, to be Beetlejuice fair... Beetlejuice is a little darker than the Adams Family, but not significantly. Like, he's mostly just like, he threatens a lot of stuff, but he never actually does it. Is there a bit where he starts trying to fill up Winona Ryder? Yeah, I, I think, think there, there is. is. Yeah, well, He's and, definitely so that, hitting on her a he's lot, He's definitely right? hitting on yeah. her, and that's a little bit better... Uh, that's a little bit closer to what I'm trying to get at. With, well, Beetlejuice with is like a legitimately, he's the bad guy of that movie. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, like. But her parents are also the bad guy. You know? Right, that's so, right. So, like, she, I can't remember. Yeah, it's kind of like her, her, if I recall correctly, the plot of the movie is she moves in with her parents, and her parents are like, they're not like evil but they're no, like they're yuppies they're, they're yuppies. And Tim Burton doesn't like squares. They're not even squares because like her mom's like an art dealer type you know uh, what still i mean square like, yeah they're oh, like yuppies you know they're like the, he went to cal arts and he probably had a teacher who was a bit like that he's like she's just yeah, selling she wore, art. she's not making it yeah well i remember his mom her mom in the movie is like because you know tim burton's i know that he does squares in edward scissorhands which is like yeah. everyone lives in these little perfect houses right, right. And blah, blah, blah. which by the way look really nice yeah, but her. <laughs> That's what I get from all these movies. I I, I rewatched the fucking the Stepford Wives of my wife. Uh, the the not even the original one. The the shitty one. The with Nicole Matthew Kidman Broderick one. And yeah, fucking Nicole Kidman. And yeah. I, you know, until they started like hammering down your throat that it wasn't okay, we were both like, "This is fucking cool." Like, you well, know, did this, anyone <laughs> did anyone make fun of you when you were a kid because your last name's Adams? Yeah. Now, that's where this is all really coming from. Well, I had a few things because <laughs> my first name is Sean and my second name is Adams, so. Uh, there were a few. There was Sean the Sheep, which is <laughs> Sean the Sheep is in the Wallace, like and, a Wallace, Wallace and Gromit, and Gromit guy, universe. Right? Yeah. yeah, the extended Wallace and Gromit. And that universe. was like the only that was the extent of the joke. I don't look like a sheep or act like him or anything, but like they were they were just be like, ah, name is Sean also the Sheep. Sean. It's not even spelled it's not the, same the same way. So I was, I was <laughs> he's he's S H A U N, right? Yeah. And the Adams family. Yeah, I got that. You know, people going up to you just going da 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 da, and like. <laughs> You know, what do you do about that? But I guess, you know, I kind of, I look a little bit lurch-like, so I think especially when I was younger, I was maybe a bit taller than the others. I got like a big fucking head, so they'd be like, huh, you actually look like the Adams Family. They didn't even know Lurch's name, you know? <laughs> I was like, huh, you look like the Adams Family. You look like the Adams Family, yeah, <laughs> referring um, to one guy right. in the Adams Family. And he's then, not even a part of the family. He's their servant. Yeah, he's their servant. Right? They hired yeah. help, yeah? Yeah. But then I think uh, a little bit later, it was Shaun of the Dead, because that movie came out. And at the time, I was, uh, I don't know, I was a little pale or something. They were like, oh, Shaun of the Dead. And it's like, no, I'm not pale because I'm dead. I'm pale because I'm on drugs. But like, <laughs> idiot fucking hung up yeah <laughs> 14 years old 
You know what I you know what I got that drove me nuts when I was a kid is you know my name is Max. The uh, Max Hardcore. That's what they call you. <laughs> Kids in the playground. <laughs> Kids in the playground, fucking like <laughs> holding someone's head by the dick and go. <laughs> Max Hardcore. Hey, 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 bro! This is you. This is you. <laughs> Jesus Christ. This is you now, now. That would be Max. Yeah, wow. Max Hardcore. Max Hardcore. Remember John Ronson? Max Hardcore. Max Hardcore. An outsider. Porn. Can we talk about porn? He's become <laughs> obsessed with porn. He loves it. That's his new... <laughs> he fucking loves John it. John Ronson's new niche is porn, and it's, it is, uh, it's crazy. Well, like, we can get on to John Ronson in a bit, but I want to hear how you were bullied. <laughs> oh, right. Um, he fucking, uh... It wasn't. That, it's not that good. It was just uh, in a goofy movie. The son's name is Max. Okay. And there was. Uh, there's a scene in the movie where everyone starts chanting. They're like Max, Max, Max. <laughs> and at my daycare, the kids would all be like Max, and I would start crying. Why and would you cry? <laughs> that's that's what everyone wants to hear. Is someone? No, it, no, because yeah. it was like all the attention was on. Yeah, but I you should you should have taken it. You should have no, like put your hands up. No, I started crying. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> and then they crying, kept huh? going because now they're like, "Oh well, this is even funnier." Now they're like crowding over you. Yeah, on, exactly. You're on the floor. <laughs> yeah, oh, <laughs> Max, Max. Oh Max. God, yeah. Oh, it's the worst. I still get like uh, <laughs> fucking flat. <laughs> yeah, I get like the sweats. <laughs> <laughs> I kind of always have the sweats, but yeah, fucking... well, it's a good thing the rock star career didn't pan out then because yeah, you'd be on stage and people start yelling your name and then you break down. Oh yeah, I mean the Max Max. Yeah, because it was it was it. Yeah, I don't know if it was originally done to bully me, but once they saw that it was a surefire (laughs) way to make me cry, this was (laughs) habitual, my friend. This was (laughs) this was something they did all the time. But yeah, so John Ronson, yeah, not a bully, decidedly not a bully, probably not. He is obsessed with porn now. Yeah, if you, so, if you don't know who John Ronson is, just look him up. Like within a five minute video of if any, you don't know any who, interview, like you'll you'll understand exactly what he is. If you don't know who John Ronson is, you don't belong in our fucking audience because that's our number one. That's our inspo. crossover. Yeah, it was like <laughs> we have a big crossover. We with consider his ourselves the John Ronson of podcasting. Yeah, even much. though he does podcasts. <laughs> yeah, we well we ourselves are marginal figures. We are marginal. Mar- we're marginal. Marginal figures. figures. John Ronson is a journalist who discusses <laughs> marginal figures. He has a lisp too. I never get his lisp he's, when I do. He's got a little. I mean, he has a very. He's got like a really fe- uh, effeminate voice. Oh yeah, I was certain he was unpaid, gay. But we were all unpaid interns for Twitter. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, no. So we're yeah, he talks by about being like, on Twitter. You are members of a of a Stasi. I'm fascinated with marginal figures. Yes. I but yeah, like, so he. He's is this it, Welsh uh, writer. I mean, I really don't feel like me. He's super famous. Yeah, yeah. yeah but, uh, I mean, a lot of people won't have heard of him. And but so what he, people he, he cuts teeth on like Alex Jones and people and David Icke. You know, like yeah, going yeah, around yeah. following them and making little documentaries or writing books about them. And you believe that people are all lizards? Yes, I do. Is that David Icke? <laughs> is that what he sounds Pretty like? Much, is yes. he British? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I didn't know. That. Sounds like Alan Moore. That's another. They all sound like (laughs) all of those people who have like a a bit of a conspiracy theory, a bit of like a you know they they got they got the ultimate. It's they They adopt the accent to to be condescending. It's the accent started with like Alistair Crowley or something. Yeah, it's it's one of the original neckbeards. It's the accent of nerdy condescension. Well, actually, I think that you'll find. Yeah. yeah, if you're, yeah, never one, never one. Alan Moore thing is still <laughs> listening to the podcast with Alan Moore and Scroobius Pip, <laughs> <laughs> the two titans of fucking philosophy. Oh Scroobius Pip, the British rapper, who I, what's his most famous? It's fucking Rolling Stones, just a band. Yeah, Beatles, yeah. just a band. They had that one song that we found with the music video, which it was kind of like what we were talking on the last podcast. You know, you will despise me, or oh, right, he literally right, right. had a song that was like I think yeah. it was called "You Will See Me," but it's yeah. basically he's angry because some girls dumped him, and he's and like, and he's, "I'm gonna be fucking famous," and, and I'm he's not even gonna really st- angry. Like, yeah, he's, he's like pissed off. He's yelling about it like it's like he's yelling at the government for doing a genocide or something right. like he's he's just like you will see i will rise and you will know what it yeah. was what you've done like, you will taste my cum when i get to the top because i will come from it but 
I won't even like. That's him being poet. That's his word. Yeah, play. I mean, dude, his poetry is fucking gas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, he's got not. There's nothing redeeming yeah. about that. He's this fucking dipshit. That's someone you do have to explain who he is. He's a rap. He's a British rapper. Yeah. Uh, he's terrible. He's, a, he's one a, of the one of the top ten. Like Lin Manuel Miranda could beat him in a battle rap, probably. <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, he that. makes Lin Manuel Miranda look fucking hard. Yeah. <laughs> he makes Oh, gee. Yeah, but so, um, yeah, he's he's awful. But anyway, so he has a podcast, and he gets pretty good guests, because I don't know why. But one of them was he had Alan Moore, and Alan Moore was like, I'm just a big fan of British hip-hop. <laughs> <laughs> the fact is, the Rolling Stones are just a band. <laughs> and that bitch... He didn't actually say that. That bitch he? was wrong for dumping you. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I mean, that would have been perfect. I, you know, I wanted to come on just to tell you, Pip. <laughs> well, listen here, Pip. <laughs> but no, so he, he, so the, the interview is them going on and on. Of course, he has to talk about comics prior to like 1915, because that's the only time comics were good in his mind. Right. And he's like, you know, and he's, it's always the weirdest. He's like, you know, Dagwood and Blondie was actually the most important comic of the Great Depression. <laughs> <It's> <laughs> like, he'll be like, Andy Cap was originally printed in newspapers as a way of offsetting uh, fascist regimes. <laughs> like, he's always putting this extreme importance on he's like, Garfield. <laughs> <laughs> Garfield is actually representative of uh, Italian neo-fascism. <laughs> In terms of his inf- appetite for lasagna, it's telling, <laughs> and in- his appetite for genocide. In terms of insurrection, there is no more important piece of art than Snoopy. <laughs> <laughs> no, anyway, Until Alan- now, Snoopius Pip. <laughs> <laughs> Crossover, Snoopius Pip. <laughs> That's my pitch. Snoopius Pip. But anyway, because he now he does make pitches because he's Alan Moore is making movies now apparently. Well, whatever happened to that fucking movie that he was making? He was threatening it for a while. It was like, was it a GoFundMe or something that didn't get funded? No, I mean, it looked like they were filming it from from that little video he put out where he's got like gold makeup on his face. And yeah, like, so, yeah. I, I've never seen a David Lynch movie. I've never seen a Alejandro <laughs> yeah, movie. He's basically... Any comparisons are going to be completely flawed and baseless. <laughs> and meanwhile, he's sitting in like a fucking, there's like a stage with a red, red curtain. curtain. And like, yeah. You know, a guy with a blue light on him. There's and, a little person talking yeah. backwards. <laughs> so, <laughs> Your favorite bubblegum. He's like gum. Yeah. You say, like, yeah. I, I, I seem to remember in that thing, the movie isn't out as far as we know, it isn't made, but he's already saying, like, don't you dare say that I'm copying. <laughs> I'm not copying David Lynch. I fucking dare you. I've never me. copied anything in my life. <laughs> but so, he, anyway, so he's, he's, Spends about the last half hour in a very pendulette fashion, just monologuing at Scroobius Pip about this movie that he's making. Scroobius Pip, don't eat that potato. <laughs> no, actually, it would be it would be do eat that potato. That was but a nothing la- else. That was a layered joke. <laughs> a very layered joke. You got to know a Much lot about like an onion. pendulette, Alan Moore, all of that. Layered like an onion. You can't eat onions. <laughs> Not anymore. Losing the audience. Yeah, no one understands. We're losing it. We're on about, man. All right. Anyway, no, okay. Go, so he well, says about the yeah, last. Let's get back to level ground where we're talking about fucking Scroobius Pip and Alan Moore. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Pillars Pen- of Pen- society. Pendulette is a bridge too far, but. <laughs> <laughs> no, so he's going on about, um, you know, this movie that he's allegedly making. And of course, you know, in this very Pendulette fashion, he spends the last half hour just fucking, you know, describing essentially. The movie beat for beat to Scroobius Pip, and and he first starts by talking about the production Bible with this amazing amount of pride in his voice. He's like, "When we made this, we it's better than the actual Bible." <laughs> Listen, I said to my producer, "If we're going to make this, you know, we're we're going to have some rules, and the first rule, the number one rule, is there will be no CGI because CGI <laughs> is bollocks." <laughs> Yeah, I remember that. <laughs> exact quote. CGI C- is bollocks. CGI is bollocks. It's just like such an old man thing to say. Yeah, because it's like... And it's not true. No, the CGI like, in and of itself is fine. And like, it does wonders Literally, all things. it means is computer-generated imagery, right? You know... It, it, There's so much of it. Yeah. Like, yeah. 
And if you overuse it, or it's poor quality, or it's just I tacky or generic, hate, then sure, it's I bad. fucking hate Pixar. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, <laughs> Buzz Lightyear is one of the biggest assholes I have ever. <laughs> that, that was Buzz a bit, Lightyear is a right wing. That was ideologue. <laughs> that was a bit I was doing for a while of Alan Moore picking fights with fictional characters. Because <laughs> every time you see him in an interview, he's mad at some motherfucker. I feel like I'm going to grow up to be poor Alan. Like I, I yeah, I, I, don't, I see a lot of myself. I find in it the hard guy. to hate him because. Yeah. Well, also he was like a really good writer back in the day. He was. He just hasn't fucking done anything for the best part of twenty years. I guess. Writes a lot of rape material. That's like so I hear. Yeah, yeah, he wrote some book that was like the. They tried to ban in England, I think, to yeah. feature like child pornography, basically. Jesus Christ! Yeah, uh, but yeah, I mean, like he—he he is. He's a very good writer. There, you can't take that away from him. And he—it's also kind of cool that he just openly talks shit on his superiors. Like he hates DC. Yeah. He openly talks about how they like he feels like they stole Watchmen from him or whatever the fuck he. Well, no, like, he signed off the rights to pretty much all. Well, he, I no, don't know what most, his most of the grievances, but yeah. well, I think most of the most of the stuff he uh, wrote, the famous stuff anyway, was then owned by the uh, by the publishers, right, or by the whatever you call them, DC, Marvel, right. whoever, and so he had no control over it. But to his credit, he's so against the movies that he deliberately doesn't take a doesn't take money from them, doesn't yeah, put his principled? name on them. Principles. He's got his principles, but I guess that's kind of easy if you just live in Northampton. You know, is that like, like a poor ass? I mean, it's you know, a kind of bog standard English town. But he lives there, live in like a small house, and he wears seemingly one t shirt and uh, never pays for haircuts. So you know, it's probably easier to be principled if you really don't spend any money except for to buy weed and like travel to London occasionally to chat with Scroobius Pip. <laughs> no, Scroobius Pip yeah. came out to Northampton. <laughs> you know? yeah, Him, I would love to see the round table: Alan Moore, Scroobius Pip, and Stuart Lee. <laughs> all sitting around. Probably they all three of them love, you know, fucking uh, Hagar the Horrible or whatever fucking stupid newspaper comic. Hagar like, the Horrible. You don't know Hagar the Horrible? No. I don't, uh, know, anything. I don't know fucking anything about comics. You, well, th- this would be like the funnies. This would be like, uh, like the newspaper. Like the Sunday. Do yeah. you have that? You I, have mean, that. I know what they are, but I never read You didn't them. read them when you were a kid? Oh, dude, no. I was about them. No, I no. was so into Garfield, it would blow your fucking mind. And I, and I shit you not, I read some Garfield recently, like, and I was like, well, maybe Garfield's just gotten bad. But I read it from like the era I would have been reading it, like the late nineties, when I was like, you know, eight or nine or so. And that shit was never good. That shit is trash, Sean. I believe you. Fuck Garfield. Uh- <laughs> Garfield is a Garfield is a is Tory. <laughs> Garfield voted for Brexit. <laughs> we all know it. We all know it. But yeah, he hates Stanley. Yeah. I don't have a lot of respect for Stanley. I will piss on his grave. That's the other thing with his impression. You got everything is like all the S's are. I don't have a lot of respect for Stanley. Yeah, it's because you have to constantly kind of purse your lips to speak like that. <laughs> you know, you have to, just this constant scowl, you know. Yeah. Just, oh, so, yeah, naturally you're going to speak. I don't want to watch it. a film. I want to read my books. <laughs> <laughs> Alan Moore and Sarge have more in common. than Oh, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> if Sarge just made it, he'd be palling around in Northampton right now with Alan Moore. Right. Have you done any follow-up research on Sarge since the last episode? Not at all. Oh, well, fuck. <laughs> no, I mean, like, what you know, what can you do? But I, but I did have a dream after that. I did have a dream about another kid called Declan. Another kid called Declan? Yeah, another kid, not Sarge. He's one kid. of his buddies. He was mentioned. Yeah, 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 yeah. Declan. I did have a dream about him. Uh-huh. But I, nah, nothing much to it. So, yeah, nothing to report on that. But I did have a dream about him. And then I think <laughs> in the same dream, I think I was about to get fucked by a horse. What horse? A horse. Oh, that specific you said horse. fucked by the horse. The horse, yeah. <laughs> That's what we it's find out. It's a recurring out dream. Sean's been haunting. <laughs> He's been haunted by this horse. That's all he's horse, trying to man. fuck him. The fucking Luckily, horse. Tori came and fucking uh, saved Tori? the day. Tori? Who the fuck is Tori? Declan mm. is what I meant to say there. Whoops. Anyway. Uh. We're going back to the Adams family. I think. <laughs> <laughs> this is our sophomore effort, guys. <laughs> We're in it. Wednesday just gets prescribed Prozac. 
And then she's fine. She's totally fine. Well, wait, wasn't that a... um... Oh, you know what? I'll tell you something that does happen in the Adams Family, one of the movies, is like, if I'm not totally wrong, they might not show it, but I think the implication is that Wednesday murders like three of her classmates. Oh, really? All children. Huh. um, Because they do a uh, Thanksgiving pageant or something in one of the movies. And, like, she's, like, at summer camp or something. Yeah, shit. yeah, I remember that. And she ties them up and, like, sets them on fire like witches in nah, Salem. Nah, you see them later. Oh, you do? Yeah, it's not her oh, classmates. Okay. I think it's the camp counselors. It's fine to kill adults, anyway. But, yeah. Yeah, no, I, th- I think you then see them. They have to be like, oh, don't worry. See, they did survive, but they're, like, you know, comically burned. They're, like, black. Oh, right. You know. Which, uh, <laughs> I mean, in the new movie, you never know <laughs> where that might go. I don't know, you know, they could go crazy. They could go absolutely crazy. Yeah, if if you're implying that she's like a child murderer, you know, maybe recast her with the, uh, you know, um, Denny Proper Troughs Maniacs or whatever they're called. What the fuck are you talking about? You don't, uh, the, I think that's how you say it. Denny Proper, Proper Troughs Maniacs? I don't Denis know that. Denny Proper Yeah, um, the fucking Three Guys, One Hammer fellas. Jesus fucking Christ. <laughs> Well, see, that's the reaction you want, though, from, like, pure yeah. evil, right? Yeah, I guess so. Well, you know who should... I heard that the guy who... I heard Alan Moore liked them. I... <laughs> the only filmmakers worth a damn. Yes. John Ronson. No like, CGI in that True one. art, outsider art. Oh, that's what I wanted to Their say. Videos. John, John Ronson is obsessed with porn. He loves it. It's actually bananas, because he, he got into it... He, like, has this career trajectory where the thing he's been really on lately is, like, public shaming on Twitter and cancellation, which, obviously, his efforts fell on very deaf ears. His, well, his book he, did he not make... He got canceled. Well, he got canceled for yeah, writing he, that he book. He got canceled for saying that we're, we're canceling, canceling too people much. too much. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, and this was before the word cancel was even in the pop... Before Sean introduced it to the popular culture, if you ask well, I, him. I thought I had, but apparently not. <laughs> you thought you invented that. No, yeah, I thought I had, but no... <clears throat> But um, yeah. So he wrote that, and then I I think that probably his research in that book took him into a lot of sort of online spheres, and he wound up talking to uh, these porn people. And so he does an eight part podcast. Porn people. Porn- <laughs> That's what he called them. Pornography people. people. Yes, sex people. <laughs> They're the sex boys. The sex boys of San Fernando Valley. <laughs> So he goes and does this eight-part po- journalistic podcast called uh, Butterfly The Butterfly Effect, Effect yeah, yeah. which is really good. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's about how Pornhub dis- like decimated the porn industry, or at least radically changed it. Um, but then, I don't know if you know that he's got another podcast docu-series now called The Last Days of August, which is about the porn star August Ames. Oh, who got shamed into dying? She right? killed herself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So now, so he's now spun from one porn thing into another oh, porn it's all thing. Come, it's come full, full circle. And now, but yeah. now, even better than that is like I'll hear him on podcast. He goes on a lot of podcasts too, and they'll be like um, talking about whatever the. I, I think he literally at one point says the sentence because they were talking about like Trump. They talking like politics, and he was like, "Yes, we can talk about Trump, but then can we get back to talking about porn?" <laughs> I swear to God, he said like he he's like insistent on discussing pornography in every interview. It's crazy. Well, I mean, you find something you're into. And... <laughs> yeah, it took him a while. I mean, it's like Christopher Hitchens. He was a journalist doing a bunch of political stuff, and then got into atheism really hard, and then only wanted, and to then talk pretty about much atheism. only talked about atheism yeah. until he died. That would be John Ronson. He was doing a bunch of stuff about outsider figures and marginal figures and conspiracy and. Stuff like that. And then he's found porn. He's like, porn? Ooh. (laughs) I'll stick with that. Thanks. (laughs) But yeah, well, you know what it is, is the next step in John Ronson's career. He's going to do porn. He's going to be in one, yeah. Yeah, he's going to (laughs) fuck. As part of the podcast, he ends up on. He's going to fuck Max Hardcore. (laughs) (laughs) And for this this episode, I will be getting mouth raped by Max Hardcore. (laughs) Just to see what it's like. Max Hardcore, the most marginal of marginal figures. He doesn't cover Max Hardcore, I don't think. No, I thought he had, because I was listening. Yeah, because I remember you, I was like, there's no fucking 
fucking I, way. I was listening to that podcast while I was falling asleep, and I guess I'm, a, you know, when you're kind of like drifting in and out, yeah. and you're listening to something, and then your mind kind of fills in some blanks. I could swear I heard him going like, "I'm now talking to Max Hardcore." <laughs> he like interviews him. You thought? Yeah, I thought he was talking to him in prison, and then I, but I guess that doesn't make sense because he's been out of prison for uh, a while. Yeah, I don't think he went to prison very long at all. It's three years, I think. Are you serious? I think so. Yeah. And then he just got out and went right back to doing his thing. Well, the problem wasn't that he was making a thing. It's uh, to do with mailing. It, uh, like uh, Florida apparently has like shitty obscenity laws, so, where you like, can't mail obscenity. So it was like right? mailing it to Florida was what got him in trouble. That's such yeah. a bullshit law, though. No, they were af- they were after him. I'm of sure. Course, yeah. I mean, to be fair, there was a fair amount of dodgy. Oh, I don't. Dodgy stuff I don't condone the guy. <laughs> he's not great. Like nah, it's, he's it's not the best. I will take the bold stance that I don't like Max Hardcore or his, or his work, but. uh yeah, he's a dodgy guy. Yeah. I've actually never seen any of his work, but I'm aware yeah. that, like, no. Yeah, it's, it's not very nice. creeps me out. Yeah, <laughs> like, From what I hear about it, it's pretty. it sounds pretty nah, gnarly. And he's, like, 100 years old. Yeah. Those of you who don't know who Max Hardcore is, he's, like, this nasty old grandpa in a cowboy hat. He was one of those guys who's pretty just much, perennially yeah. old. Yeah. Like, he's been old since he was 25, it seems like. Every picture you see of him, he's old as shit, wearing, like, a, he looks like Jimmy Buffett fan. Right, he looks like a parrot head, and um, but yeah, he makes very, very obscene videos. I guess that are like that get into like a lot of creepy age play and stuff like that. That's like, the thing is they're all pretending to be like underage or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Oh, Jesus. Christ. Yeah, it's pretty grim, and and he's got like a short stubby cock as well. Which, uh, I mean, it's not yeah, it's not very appealing. I don't quite get why anyone be too into it. But then again, like my porn tastes are so fucking vanilla that almost anything is shocking to me. <laughs> I type in love on Pornhub, you know. Just <laughs> like trying to find trying to find pleasant amateur That's a good that's like a Brody really Stevens. It's like a good Brody Stevens bit, isn't it? <laughs> Very classy. I type in love on Pornhub. <laughs> R.I.P. R.I.P. man. Across the street. Yeah, from across He's still the street. There. His spirit's hanging over our heads. Yep. But uh yeah. So any kind of porn is pretty offensive to me. Uh except unless it's like amateur and they're very into it you know i i don't know i mean you, you know more about porn than i do i really don't even follow it i don't watch any of it really yeah. anymore like we're not, we're not john it. ronson here we don't we're not john ronson has been watching fucking terabytes <laughs> endless, of it endless terabytes of pornography for the yeah. last like <laughs> i have to honey i have to watch this is for my work <laughs> She's like, John, God. come to bed. He's it like, doesn't no. help. It doesn't help that he looks like a cartoon owl. Like he's he's like, he literally does, doesn't he? It looks like <laughs> yeah, he would be helping a character in like an animated Disney movie from the early nineties. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you ever like, seen Clash of the Titans? Show you this porn. Ooh. <laughs> it's a gangbang yonder. Ooh. Oh God! You know who also has a has a good ongoing bit aside from like how John Ronson has porn, uh, Guillermo del Toro and his fucking monsters. Oh my God! Shut the fuck Jesus up about the Christ, fucking monsters, dude. dude. Well, I mean, The Shape of Water is like the pinnacle of that. I like that movie though. I fucking hate that. I how cried did at anyone it. like that movie? I cried at it. <sighs> Sally Hawkins, good actress. Sally Hawkins is fine. It had some good actors in it. You know, it had yeah. uh, what's his face, Michael Shannon. Michael Shannon's the bad guy. Looks like Hank Hill, and he's like Mister Evil. He's right? just like, like pure he's like, evil. CIA he's like his, literally his body is he's, his body is literally yeah. turning evil. Yeah, like his, his hand is turning evil yeah. or whatever the fuck. And yeah, and they have this bit where he's like banging his wife, and she's like not happy about it or something. I don't like, and that is the whole scene. You know, just to be like, look how evil this guy is. Meanwhile, you got this monster who I think was arrested or captured because it had been like eating children. And it Is eats that, a cat. No, that's not right. I it think does that's eat why a cat, they captured though. it. Yeah, yeah. No, he eats a fucking cat, and the guy... Boy, does that guy get over the death of his cat fast. Yeah, because he's like, oh, don't worry, I get it. You and I, you and I are both marginal figures. Because I guess he's gay in the 60s, and you know, it hasn't quite hit New Orleans <laughs> yet. played by John Ronson. <laughs> yeah, basically. He's like, uh, no, literally, this guy, and then he has no problem with the, the fucking deaf woman filling up the entire room with water so she can have sex with the monster. Like, I mean, it's that's a cool scene, though. No, it's stupid, man. It's stupid. Why do they? Have, like, I mean, fucking Christ! It's, it's like it's like a magical realism and shit. No, Obviously, you can't really it's, it's fill not, a room no up with realism water. In it, magical realism implies something very different. I think. Well, 
Let's not get into the nitty gritty of what magical realism is. I mean, I think it's pretty interesting. We could talk about it for at least four more hours. Yeah. <laughs> Parse right, the out the realist. definition. Fuck no, man. Sally dude. Hawkins, dude. Happy- There's something in The Shape of Water where she's got like an egg and they like communicate through an egg or whatever the fuck. Yeah, they carve messages in eggs. And, um, I don't think they carve no, 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 no. She's, she, she eats an egg with lunch like a fucking disgusting British person. Well, yeah, first of all, they have like a laundry woman like, who's easily able to get into like this yes. restricted yeah. area with a sea monster. Yes. <laughs> and, like, nobody cares. Nobody seems to notice. And there's a bit... Um, I remember I was watching it with, uh, like, an ex-girlfriend, and um, mm-hmm. there's a bit where, you know, you see very prominently that she's carrying around a laundry cart. And I joked to my girlfriend, I didn't think... Uh, this is, like, an Oscar-winning movie, so I was yeah. like, huh, they're going to, like, try and get him out, like Annie, you know, in a fo- they're going to hide him in a laundry cart. <laughs> Lo and behold, fucking 20 minutes later, that is exactly what happens. They bung him in a laundry cart and then take him home. I'm like, this is fucking gash, man. This is terrible. <laughs> I fucking no, dude. That was a bad movie. Man. Let me tell you something. There's a bit where he's like hiding in a movie theater. I mean, that's literally that's such a Guillermo del Toro thing. To, oh, he's like watching movies. <laughs> this monster. He watches. Do you movies. remember, dude? Do you remember Old how movies. viral his fucking Oscar speech went though? Guillermo where he Toro? was like, "I am indebted to monsters." Yeah, dude. I mean, monsters are not understood. <laughs> It's like, yeah, we fucking right, know what mate. monsters are. Like, we get it. Monsters aren't real, mate. But, <laughs> but it's also like... <laughs> That's the best take on that speech. Hey, monsters aren't real. <laughs> but the, the fucking idea, the it's kind of what I have a problem with Jordan Peele about now. It's like, it, his idea, the way he was saying that was like, oh, you know, all these movies have been demonizing monsters. Fuck no. Look at like, what, like, you know, Frankenstein? Even Dracula has like a tragedy to him. You know, like there's no, there's a long history of the monster generally being metaphorical, yeah, or metaphorical for something in society. I don't think, or, I don't think he's saying that the the movies he's like they're been, under, they're misunderstood. Like I'm trying to help you understand. No, <laughs> like, no, well, that's not what he's saying. Don't misrepresent. Gary what was he Tor- saying then? He's saying that because they're always portrayed as misunderstood, then he like empathizes with them. I think because he himself is a monster, a bit gargantuan. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, felt like yeah. <laughs> I don't know about that. I mean, he's been famous. He's been like pretty successful since he was about twenty, right? He got. He did fucking. He got in Kronos. there pretty young. Yeah. Was it Chronos? Was that his first film? That was a bad film. But I mean, yeah. But basically, he what he's saying is one. what he's basically Pass saying is, is okay. the same thing John Ronson is saying, which is that you know, monsters are marginal figures. Exactly, and you know, and, 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 and but and when and he porn, said it, he combined it with porn, just like John I Ronson would have. <laughs> filling know. a room full of water so they can bang a monster together. <laughs> You only see the woman doing it. Cause- I don't. I don't know exactly. Uh, I don't necessarily have a problem with Guillermo del Toro's take on monsters itself. I mean, it's kind of like it's obvious, but it's not wrong. Uh, but the thing that really amazed me about that was the social media reaction that I saw. Maybe this is just in my personal circles, but like so many people were typing that and like putting it in little visual, like <laughs> quote this. You know, Guillermo del Toro, like they, like it was a picture of his big face. (laughs) (laughs) Looks like he looks like Harry Knowles with a gray beard instead of a red beard. Yeah, Yeah, yeah. but like, no, like they were saying, like they were just really taken by that speech, and I was like, did this? Did it never occur to you guys before that monsters are like? Misunder- they're always getting chased by villagers. Yeah, like, yeah. what do you like? Ever thought everyone knows this about monsters? The same people who were like really into that. They love chasing down quote unquote monsters themselves. You know, on social media, <laughs> that's, quite, that's quite true. The true monsters now, Guillermo del Toro, are not like weird fucking fish. It's creatures. Terry Crews, yeah, Terry Crews is a monster. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you gotta take down. Terry Crews fucking hiding in his house, all the fucking with their battering ram hitting the door. <laughs> Go away. Right, exactly. You know, Justin Bieber's a monster because he did. Hold on, you might have to hold that thought. I have to go to the bathroom. All right, okay. I think we're about done with that one anyway.